Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Big summer blowout. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Disney Book Radio Show. Thank you for joining us. You'll hear somebody trying to climb out of a cupboard in the background. I don't know who it was. It will be one of many people because we've got loads of us on the show today. Joining me as always and for the very last time, just that moment for you all to take that in, uh, is Alan. Hello, Alan. Hi, Adam. How are you doing? Are you sounding very sad then? I'm sounding very full. That's what I am. Is this due to you going to Tay Barnes and eating far too much? Yes, I went out for a celebratory dinner. Oh, okay. Is this a celebratory dinner because you're leaving the show? Yeah, I thought I might as well go out with a big bang. So I ate all I can eat and hopefully there'll be a, no much. And didn't invite me. I didn't that? invite anyone because right. I thought that's the way it goes. Just you on your own? Yeah, you, you know, no, I went, <laughs> Yeah, that would have been really good. <laughs> and I had to take the kids. You at, were you having a me party? A party for one. Yeah, a me party. You know. Yeah. Um, anyway, Alan's last show, and uh, joining us is we've got everyone this evening. Uh, who should we start with? I'm going to start with Gareth. Good evening. Hi, Adam. How are you? Uh, I'm great, thank you. Jolly good. Uh, it's um, it's been a lovely day actually. We can talk about the weather because we live so close. So uh, it's been lovely out today. Um, anyway, enough of that. Um, so Gareth's with us. John's also there. Hello, John. Good evening. Uh, oh, good day. How are you? you? Depending on what time you listen. I'm good. You're a bit I'm a bit bunged up. I did um, notice that I'd said I good said evening. Before, it, seem, it seems that one of us have always got to be sick when I'm recording. But yeah, but that's fine. You know, we, we it's fine. That. That's all good. Um, and then we've got the ladies. Uh, good evening, Katie. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm like John. I'm a little bit bunged up. I've oh. been on the sofa all day, but I'm armed with lots of straps all, so it's that. all good. Oh, she's such a trooper. <laughs> such a trooper. After her little jolly down to London a couple of weeks ago, she's joining us, which is brilliant. And our roving reporter is also here. Hello, Susan. Hello. Susan's been on the the team for a couple of weeks and has already been sent out on her first assignment. Uh, which has been, Gosh. I know, has been so difficult, hasn't it? You know, taking one for the team like that. Uh, taking one right for the team. Yeah, we, we sent Susan to see uh, Zootropolis today, which she was talking to us about that a little bit later. So what we got for the show today, uh, we've got Disney's Ultimate Attraction, which we'll be doing. We've also got uh, Tomorrow's Child, which was, uh, the question was, if you could be a superhero, um, what would your superpower be and what would your name be? Um, so we'll listen to those. We're also going to uh, talk a little bit about Disney's Magical Kingdoms, which is the new game that came out for Android and iOS uh, this week. And we're going to talk about that because we've all been playing that. And uh, we're also going to obviously have that review from Susan of uh, Zootropolis. And then we're going to kick Alan off the show ceremoniously. Uh, we're going to tie him to a lamppost and walk away. That's basically what we're going to do. 
We'll leave his clothes on. It's a bit cold. And uh, that will be the show. So, uh, Alan, do you feel that for the last time, what number of Disney Brit Radio show are we on? Oh, you sprung that on us, even though you ask me every time. Come on. He's slacking. You know, it's, it's not like last day at real work where you try and get away with doing as little as possible. You know, it's and have double 180. Is it really? One. Or 181. 181. Have we really done that many? How have we managed yeah. to waffle on for that many episodes? It feels like we've done at least 20 episodes more. We probably have. Um, but that's we probably there, just I'd not, say. aren't very good at numbering them. Um, so yeah. let's start off today. Well, has anybody got any preference as to what we start off with today? The ending. The ending. <laughs> so, bye, Alan. Yeah, bye. bye. See ya. There you go. Thanks for coming, Alan. See you later. Bye. No, uh, let's start <laughs> off with this. <laughs> We're not doing Disney World attraction. This is just a celebration because Alan's leaving. That's all this is. Big summer blowout. Okay, it is. It's Disney's Ultimate Attraction. We are going to be looking at three pairings today, which are going to go round through to the next round. We are really getting that close now. Uh, and the three we've got today are Tower of Terror versus Soarin', Mickey's Filler Magic versus Haunted Mansion, and Cinderella Castle versus Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Uh, you'll notice that um, it was done on Twitter this time. And the reason it was done on Twitter this time is uh, it was a few days, a few days ago now. We put it up on our Facebook page, and for some strange reason, we don't know why, and I can't work out why, it just refused to appear. They were there if you went searching for the polls, but the, uh, they didn't appear. So we did it on uh, Twitter, and we had a really good response. So I think we might continue doing it on Twitter from now on. Um, so they're the three pairs we've got. Now, I just need to double check before we start. Has anybody on the panel this evening voted on Twitter? I voted on Twitter. Oh, right. Yes, well, I did as well. Oh, man. So two of you voted on Twitter. Okay. So that's... that's uh, who was that? Was that John and Katie? Yep. And right, okay, so you yeah. to avoid from voting this evening. You can tell us what you voted for, but I'm not going to count your votes because you've already voted. So everybody else can vote this evening. So um, let's start off with Tower of Terror and Sora then. So we've got Tower of Terror, which is the kind of classic drop tower, but with a bit of a twist. You drop faster than gravity, and it takes you through some stories uh, that are kind of taken from the Twilight Zone series. Uh, it's ruddy scary. Uh, but fun at the same time. That comes up against Soarin', which is, uh, well, Soarin' all over the world very soon, um, and that is a kind of simulator attraction which uses a large screen in front of you to originally soar over California. Uh, um, so, Alan, go on, start us off. What are you voting for? Um, well, t tonight, the yeah. one that I'm going to be voting out has got to be Tower of Terror. Is this because you've never because... written it? <laughs> Because I've never ridden it. It's, it's too scary for me. Oh, I'm going to miss this. Are we going to be able to talk about like Star Wars and people will know what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, go on. Um, the, the, the whole thing about Tower of Terror and the drop thing, it just it's, it's too much for my mind to actually work with. So okay. um, I'll be keeping Soarin' in, even though it sounds a bit like Soarin', which is a nice fruity mob love. Oh, I love Soarin'. Um, Sorry. Got yeah, there's a lot of different flavours coming up. Um, what was I going to say? My father-in-law went on soaring, and um, he nearly had a heart attack because he really didn't like heights. Okay. However, he's been on Tower of Terror and loved that, so I don't really get that. That's an oxymoron. Yeah. So anyway, I'm keeping soaring in, and I'm k 
kicking Tower of Terror out. Okay, so you're going for Soren. John, you've already voted. So what did you vote for? Mm -hmm. I, well, do you know what? I struggled with this one. Um, because I feel that Soren would be an attraction that Walt Disney himself would really approve of. It's It was at the time it came out really quite technological. Yep. Um, and it was it's really geared at the whole family. And I think that's kind of what he really wanted from his parks. Um, but I just love the Tower of Terror. Um, so ultimately, I voted for Tower of Terror. Okay, so you went Tower of Terror uh, mm -hmm. rather than Soarin'. That's interesting. Uh, okay, let's go over to Susan. So which one are you voting for? Right, as if you ask me, this two. Yeah, yeah. This one is. We've we've lost Susan. Susan, come back. Hello, um, Su Susan's vanished. We'll come back, no. Susan. Oh no, she's back. There she is. <laughs> nope, nope. Susan's definitely gone. Right, we'll go over to Gareth. We'll come back to Susan in a minute. So, Gareth. Um, what did you vote for? Or what what are you voting for? Because you haven't voted yet. Um, well, it's easy, easy for me. I've never actually I've not actually been on Soaring. You've never been on Soaring. So um, it's Tower of Terror for me. Nope. What went what? last year? Uh, we did one day at Epcot. So it was your, horrendously hot. What's your reason for it. not doing Soaring? Just because you've not had the time to do it. Uh, yeah. So we had we had a fast pass booked for about six o'clock. Yeah. Um, but by the time we've done everything at Epcot by about three, and it's all. Okay. I can't bother queuing up for it. So, <laughs> so we'll do it. We'll come back and do it. And never did. Okay, fair enough. So Soren's and uh, Tower of Terror for you. Susan, are you back? Hello. There she is. Okay, Susan, what are you <laughs> voting for and why? I'm going to vote for Tower of Terror, I believe, before she disappeared off into the distance again. <laughs> oh, no. She's gone into the twilight zone. She has just disappeared down the, the lift shaft somewhere. Where's she at at the moment? Where, where's she at at the moment? Uh, yeah. The back of a cupboard. Um, oh, there she is. She's back again. You're going Tower of Terror, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. We'll stick with that. We'll go for that. Uh, <laughs> Katie, what did you vote for? I voted for Tower of Terror as well. Um, I think this is the hardest of the three choices for me to see because I absolutely love Soarin'. Um, I think it's a great ride. But the reason that I voted for Tower of Terror is because I think even if you only do the queue, you can still get something out of it. Yeah. So if you are too scared to do the actual ride, you can still get something out of the queue because it's so detailed and it's just so well done. Um, so, scary. yeah, that was where my vote went. Okay, so you went for that one. Um, I'm... I like Sorin, but one of the things I noticed most about Sorin last time was the quality of the film. It started to look old and a little bit grainy and didn't necessarily stand the test of time as some of the others have done. Um, so I and I found I've got a newfound love for Tower of Terror, having ridden it again in Disneyland Paris. And I know that the Disney World version for me is better than the Paris version because you've got the, the dark ride part at the top. So I am voting. Tower of Terror. Which means Tower of Terror goes through and Soarin' goes out. Um, so, that's interesting. So we say goodbye to Soarin', which I'm, I kind of didn't anticipate. I thought Tower of, I thought it might have been Tower of Terror, but everyone's voted and uh, it's definitely gone through and beaten it. Okay, next one then. Uh, this is a no-brainer for me. 
Mickey's Filler Magic versus The Haunted Mansion. Right, we're going to try Susan again. Go. Haunted Mansion. Oh, no. What? Did she not She started talking and then we run away. <laughs> Did you get it? No, you said Haunted Mansion. I don't know what's going on with Susan this evening. There's something horrendous oh, happening with Susan. No. I'm looking forward to her, Zootropolis. Zootropolis is really... That's all we're going to get. Um, go on, try again. Try, don't try not to shout. Yeah, like maybe it's not okay. likely that you're shouting at it. Okay, let me turn my down. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, man. We'll go to Katie. Go on, Katie. We'll try, we'll try her again in a minute. I um, voted for Haunted Mountain right. uh, because Good. it's just, it's one of the classics, isn't it? Yep. So although Fuller Magic has got all of my favourite films in it, it is kind of, uh, the fundamentally it is just clips of the films. Yeah. Um, so I think Haunted Mansion has got such a good story and um, even like the queue line is really cool, especially in the Magic Kingdom where you've got all of the kind of interactive, mm. all the musical instruments and all that stuff so it had to be Haunted Mansion and it's one of Walt Disney's own creations as well okay so um, you went Haunted Mansion uh, John yeah. I'm guessing you went Haunted Mansion I do go Haunted Mansion That's all right. I like Magic, but I think it's looking too tired now or at least it was when I wrote it, when I went on it last which was 2014 and it was just looking a bit old yeah yeah definitely okay uh, what are you going for, Alan? I, I know what the answer to this is because I know what your opinion of Filler Magic is, I think. so. Yeah, I want to keep Filler Magic in. <laughs> you need it. No, I don't. Um, there's, there's just something... That if, if, oh, it's, it's, this, is, this is hard, really, because they're not the, the, both of them are not the best attractions, although they've managed to get through to the end. What? Nearly. How is Haunted Mansion what? not good? What? Yeah, how is Haunted Mansion yeah, not okay. good? Please explain this one. Scandalous. I, c I can say anything they want because I'm leaving. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah what it Haunted is. Mansion is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, no. Alan's, tw Alan's mobile number is... Ring him. I like the idea of the dark ride and all that sort of stuff, but it's it's not the best. But it's, it's, a, good, it's a good dark ride. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you all that. Okay. Feel how magic... It's just a 3D show with a, a blast of water in your face, which is now getting all crusty on the the jets on the back of the seats. Which, if you have a look at that in the light, you'll you'll vomit straight away. So anyway, mm. I would keep Haunted Mansion in and kick out crusty old water jets. Right. Okay. So you're going. You're keeping Haunted Mansion in, getting rid of filler magic. Fine. Um, there's no brainer for me. Haunted Mansion is my favourite attraction in the whole park. Boo to you for hating it. Um, which means I'm putting Hunter Mansion through, so that's fine. Gareth? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's honestly at Haunted Mansion. is top three easily. Alan. There we go. That's nice and easy. <laughs> right. I, 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 say what you want. Can I, can I have a drum roll, please? Susan. Uh, can you hear me now? Hey, there we are. I'm gonna go for Haunted Mansion as well, um, just because like the Tower of Terror, that like the queue line is is just an attraction as well, which just adds like the bonus to it. And I always love the is it the foyer? Would you call it the foyer bit? Yeah. 
where we see the bit where it's, is this room actually moving? That bit. Is that oh, the shrinking room. So your shrinking room. So yeah. You're actually, so, you're going, so you're going Haunted Mansion. Room, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, Haunted Mansion for you. Uh, who, have not, who have I not been to? Yeah. Have I been to everybody? Have I missed anyone out? No, I haven't. So, um, 16% of the people who voted voted for Filler Magic. And do you know what? It's a shame Twitter doesn't actually tell me who they are because I would send them abuse. But Haunted Mansion. But it's uh, not a bad attraction, though. No, it's, it's not just a bad attraction. Yeah. not the Haunted Mansion. But against the Haunted Mansion, how can you possibly vote for the other one? Please tell me. Uh, but the Haunted Mansion thrashed it, so it's gone through. Okay, next one. This could be really interesting. Um, hmm. It's Cinderella Castle versus Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I'm going to tell you that one of these has 51% of the vote. The other one has 49% of the vote. Oh, my God. And there's a chance that we will sway it one way or another. There's one vote in it, basically. So, uh, we'll start off. change the world. Yeah, while, while, while Susan's microphone's working, uh, you can start us off. Which one are you going for? <laughs> right. I mean, I haven't been on it yet because it was just building while I was the last time I was there. So you've got about but I'm another month go or so. Yeah. Dwarfs mine train. Okay. So you're going seven dwarves mine train. What's what's your reasoning? Well, I just I mean I just love a good coaster. I know people say it's it's just an average coast like roller coaster and yeah. it's been done there done that, but I just love a good roller coaster. Oh oh, Alan, is that your mum again? It's not my mum. No. So you love a good roller coaster, so you're going Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Okay. Um, let's go to Katie. What did you vote for? I voted for Cinderella Castle. Okay, why? And the reason is because I love Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, but it's a ride and there's lots of rides at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. But without a castle, it just wouldn't be Magic Kingdom without a castle in the middle. It would be better if there was more to it, like there is at the castle at Disneyland Paris, for example. yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just gorgeous, and it's where wishes are shown and celebrate the magic and all of those lovely things. And the restaurant, I really like Cinderella's Royal Table that's inside of the castle. Um, and I just think that it wouldn't be the park that we all know and love without the castle. So okay. I think that has to win over Seven Dwarfs Mine Train for me, right. even though that's a really good ride. Okay, so you're going to Cinderella Castle. John, what did you do? Yeah. For? I went for the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Okay. Because it, I think it's been discussed on this show before. Is Cinderella's Castle actually an attraction? Mm. Granted, it is the centerpiece of um, of Magic Kingdom, um, as all the castles are. But I don't know if you could count it as an attraction. Um, I've been on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and I think that as a ride, it's okay. Yeah. Um, but simply because it is an actual attraction, it's something that you sit in and experience, I voted for Seven Dwarves Mind Train over the castle. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, right, now we get down to it. Um, last few. Alan. I, I've i said this in the past that I, I think the castle's great, but really, it's, it's it, as Katie said, it's it's about the restaurants inside. It's about what they do on the outside of the castle. It's not about the castle itself. So it's about the facade of it rather than the actual building yeah. itself. So, although I love it, I prefer if if I had, if I had the choice of walking through the castle or going on a ride, I think it would be the ride would be the option. So, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train has to win for me okay. because. Also, I, th I think that the technology in, inside the actual dark 
ride of it yeah. is amazing. It just yeah. seems to sync really well. Okay, fair enough. Uh, who are we going to next? Gareth, what have you got? Um, I'm going to go with Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. Okay. Um, I think a lot, of, a lot of the bad flack it gets where people say, oh, it's not very good. I think it depends where you sit. Um, so I went a few times last time we went. And if you sit at the front, it's pretty rubbish. Um, it's it's very slow. Um, there's no momentum behind it. If you sat at the back and that gets into like, the physics of it, but if you've got all the weight pulling you forward, it's actually a lot better than than uh, when you ride at the front. Yeah. yeah, I've heard this, and I've also heard apparently if you stick two fat men in a carriage, it swings really well. Me and Chris tried it, but the queue was too big. <laughs> um, okay, so you've got Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. Who's not given us theirs yet? Everyone has now, I think, haven't they? Other than me. Uh, so, I'm going Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. And I'm going Seven Dwarfs Mind Train because, as we've already discussed, um, like Alice just said, it's a facade, it's user facade, it is there as a weenie. Uh, and I quite like it being there, but I just don't see it as an attraction because it's got things inside that are the attractions rather than the building itself. It's a little bit like saying, I don't know, um, the Emporium is an attraction. Well, it's not. Buy stuff inside it. It's not, you know. And the thing is, though, is the Paris Castle and the Californian Castles, they actually have attractions, exactly. attractions inside them. So I would count them as an attraction. But yeah. the Cinderella one has a restaurant, which exactly. makes it a restaurant. And Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, which again is an additional It's a shop. Charge. But Cinderella um, Castle is the thing that you would take the most photographs of, isn't it? You would take a lot more photos of the castle than you would of you Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. You took a photo of the Eiffel Tower at Hollywood Studios, but it doesn't make an attraction. Uh, but I would always want to get my photo taken there, so is it? No. It makes it iconic, not necessarily an attraction. Well, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, no. Uh, okay, fair I, enough. <laughs> well, interestingly, before we started I've been really out of order, yeah, yeah, but I'm I still good. think the castle... It wouldn't be Magic Kingdom without the no, castle. No, I don't, I don't deny that it wouldn't be the Magic Kingdom without the castle, but it's not an argument about whether Cinderella Castle should be there. It's an argument about whether Cinderella Castle should really be classed as an attraction mm. or whether it's just a show building for other things, so to speak. It's, it's, it's a close call, though, to be fair, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Even the the the, twi the Twitter vote suggests how close it is. So it yeah. is this is one of the I don't know, the, the tightest voting on. I on think the it's attraction. one of the toast, tightest votes we've had. Um, interestingly, before we started our debate, Cinderella Castle was ahead, uh, and we've just knocked it out. Oh, Seven Dwarf Mine has gone through. Good oh, man. Katie's crying into right, a stretcher. I am. <laughs> Right, it's semi-final time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we've got seven, no, six attractions left. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go semi-final. We're going to pit three against each other. So rather than do it in pairs, we're going to pit three against each other and we're going to put them up and we're going to get them voted. So as Alan again, it's your last show, like you're our yep. guest of honour or something like that. Uh, you've got number one to six to choose and we're going to find out who's going to be against who in the semi-final of Disney's Ultimate Attraction. So... Who are you writing for? Uh, give me a number. Um, how many we've got to go for? Six. One to six, yeah. Right, okay. I'm I might as well do it. I mean, my pin number. I'm not going to tell we'll you. We'll go with one. I'm not going to. 
<laughs> You're giving us your pin number. Did I actually just hear you say that? Uh, Hang on, let me get a pen and paper. I'm not telling you what they all are either, by the way, just so you can, you've got to guess what they are. So you're going okay, for okay. one. Okay. Number one. That's Kilimanjaro. Safaris. Um, against number six. Goes up against Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. You got two, three, number four, two. five, and Big Thunder Mountain. So Kilimanjaro Safaris, Twilight Zone, and Big Thunder Mountain go up against each other. The other set is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train takes on the Haunted Mansion and Splash Mountain. Oh, that's hard. Those are tough groups. They are very tough groups. Oh, no. And that will be the semi-final, and we give us the two for the final. Uh, wow. I can't believe we're actually that close. What's that about? It's taking us forever to do this. You um, know, if, if hung around a couple more weeks, yeah, we'll try to stay till the end because we had predictions on who we were going to win, who thought we were going to win. The question is, Alan, is your prediction still there? I can't remember what we did. Oh. It, was, it was like three years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> My prediction is still in. Yours is. Yeah. What? Do you remember what mine was? No, I've got no idea what yours was. No clue um, whatsoever. Yeah, mine was in then. Mine's definitely in. <laughs> it's probably something in the Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I, it's got to be Animal Kingdom related, doesn't it? Uh, but mine yeah. is still in, yeah. So, uh, okay, there we go. They are the ones that are going up against each other. And we'll put them up on Twitter again. And we'll try and do that ASAP for you to uh, to listen to. Okay, um, where shall we go next? I think next up we need to go here. Right, so tomorrow's child, uh, we had uh, a question which was, if you could be a new Marvel superhero, um, what would your superpower be and what would your name be? I'm going to get you all thinking because you're all going to have to give me yours in a minute. Uh, we've got five children today who have all given us their, uh, their superpowers and their names. We're going to share all of those with you. So first up this evening is William Coulson. And this is what William says his superhero is going to be. My superhero is a dark man. Yeah, his, his superpowers are lasering on the swords and shields. Okay, so he's going to be called Dark Man. And his superpower is lasers, swords and shields. I can listen to that again just to check that I'm right. My superhero is a dark man. Yeah, his superpowers are lasering and a sword and shield. Yeah, it was lasering and a sword and shield. There we go. No help whatsoever cool. from his dad. <laughs> Didn't hear his voice in the background at all. Okay, so we're going to go over to William's older brother, Thomas, and let's see what his was. My name, if I was a superhero, my name would be King Scorpion. My superpowers would be, would be, uh, to spawn in scorpions, have a tail of a scorpion with a stinger on the end, climb up walls and laser blast eyes and hands that are scorpion pinches. 
Do you know what? That's quite well That's thought through. Oh, there we go. Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> That's quite well thought through. King Scorpion with pincers and stingy tail and all that sort of stuff. Now, I like the fact that these two have thought this through and got a really detailed answer, right? So, I asked Harry, you ready for this insightful answer? Here we go. My hero, my superpower would be fly and my name would be Super H. That's it. That's all I'm getting, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> just in case you missed Straight it. Straight to the point. Just in case you missed it. My hero, my superpower would be fly and my name would be Super H. Right, I know he's my son, but that is the most rubbish superhero I've ever heard of. So, so his superpowers are fly? To, is to be able to like fly. Vision of a fly? Yeah, to be able to fly, <laughs> I think. To be able to fly and You'd he would be able to sit up and lick on his food? I, I don't know. But anyone I know for a fact, he's he's created his own superhero at school. Right, he's come up with be able to fly and a name that sounds like an American supermarket. <laughs> um, anyway... He won't be listening, it's fine. Uh, okay, so Harry's going to be Super H. Right, we went over to Felicity and Penny. Right, Felicity's four, Penny's two. Now, when I explained to them the concept of coming up with their own superhero who was new and had their own superpowers, the message didn't necessarily get as cross as well as I hoped. Okay, here's Felicity. If you could be any sort of superhero, what would you call yourself and what superpower would you have? Uh... I want to be the Hulk. You're going to be the Hulk? Why? why? Because, because he, he throws things and I like it when he throws it. So you're not going to be your own special superhero with your own special powers? <laughs> what would your own special power be? Hawks doesn't do any powers. So you don't have special powers? No. But if you could have a special power, what would you have? Uh, uh, I wish I could have some uh, webs. Some Web. webs? Yeah. So Hulk with webs? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was quite a painful one. Uh, <laughs> there we go. So she's going to be the Hulk with webs, so she can throw things. Um, that's fair enough. I, you know, can't really argue with that. And I'm, I, I actually think it's quite impressive that a four-year-old is perceptive enough to realise that the Hulk doesn't have any superpowers. I was like, all right, four-year-old Marvel expert. What's that all He's about? got the ability to split his trousers. <laughs> his ability to turn green and split his trousers. So. Having uh, having spoken to the four-year-old, I then went to the two-year-old. I went to Penny, and I said to her the same question. This is the response I got. Right, if you could be a superhero with a special power, what would you have? Don't know. You don't know. No. <laughs> would you better fly? No. What would your superhero be? Okay, so you can see I'm already struggling a little bit here, right? So, uh, <laughs> so we've got a little bit more. You're super powerful. Hmm. Hmm. Like, like Spider Man. You'd be Spider Man. Yeah. And what would you do? I don't know. There we go. She's going to be Spider Man. She doesn't know what superpower she's going to have. Well, to, to be fair, if you're going to be Spider-Man, you might as well just hang out and be Spider-Man, you know? Yeah, 
Well, she, Felicity's already stolen the webs, so you know. Yeah. She's kind of the same thing because I'm copying her older sister. Um, so they're all of our ones that we had. Okay, Alan, if you were to be a superhero, what would your name be and what would your superpower be? Um, well, actually, before I'm going to say mine, I'm going to tell you my, my kids did come up with some. Oh, good, they got them. I just never actually got around to recording them. <laughs> and um, Imogen started off saying that she was going to be super Imogen. Right. And I was like, that's not that's not creative enough. So Abigail then said, well, I'm going to be Mackenzie the Supergirl. Nice. I like that. Uh, apparently, it's something to do with YouTube. Oh, okay. Kids and YouTube. Yeah, of course. Whatever. Um, she didn't actually come with the superpower. However, Imogen then said that she wanted to be Mackenzie the Supervill. Oh. She wanted to be a supervillain. Oh. Nice. So I said, well, so what's your um, special power then? She says, fire. I'm going to burn people. Right, they so, are. So how old's, your, how old's your daughter? <laughs> five and eight. Right, so five-year-old came up with that, and I got... I got this. Hero, my superpower would be fly, and my name would be Super H. I got that from an eight, nearly nine-year-old. <laughs> right. I give up. Just give up now. Honestly, this is what I get. No. Right, okay. So, press the wrong button. That didn't work. Um, okay, so, go on. What's yours, Alan? Uh, I think mine would be Captain Tay Barnes. <laughs> go on. Uh, with, the, with the ability to um, sink six puddings. Okay. That's um, your superpower. Particularly the, uh, the uh, toffee apple crumble was lovely. <laughs> Are you being sponsored by Tay Barnes? <laughs> So I, I can't right. say that. Are you wearing a Tay Barnes bib at this moment in time and flying a Tay Barnes flag? I've repainted my room orange and I've got a <laughs> Tay Barnes apron on. That's, That's my costume. He, okay. He's leaving to start a podcast for them. Is that what it is? Yeah. The Tay Barnes podcast. Where yeah. he's going to go through and describe Tay Barnes Brit. Uh, Tay Barnes Brit. Nice. Uh, I'll look forward to that. I'll, it'd be good. John, what's yours? Yeah. Um, I would be. Mr. Cellophane. Oh, a bit of a Chicago reference. Go on then. It is indeed, and I would be invisible because I would never need to pay to get into Disney or on towers or anywhere. I could also fly anywhere in the world for free because I would just turn myself invisible. Mm. I wouldn't have to pay for things. Okay. Fine. You'd be able to cling to stuff. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'd just go invisible. And then you could see through me, and I could get in places for okay, free. Fair enough. Uh, Gareth? Um, I wasn't prepared for this at all, so I've gone onto a website that <laughs> generates superhero super name for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what I've been given is the Blue Beast. Right. And the special power is animal control. So you can bring any animal under your complete control and can extend your powers to hundreds of potential subjects. I think that sounds awesome. Okay, that sounds good. I like that one. Uh, like Susan? Um, this is going to sound really greedy, but I like to be a witch so then I could do everything. <laughs> okay. So what's, I like to have the super... Does that count as a superhero? Having like a sort of witch power, but a good witch though. Like like in Sophia? Yeah. Like, witch like that? To, yeah. Okay, what's your name? You just want to call yourself the witch. Oh, mysterious. Like it. Just I'll put witch. it through. Okay, just going to be the witch. <laughs> <laughs> Someone say mysterious. Someone say you haven't thought of a name. <laughs> I'm not quite sure which one we're going for. Okay, Katie, what are you going for? 
I totally did not prepare for this at all. No, I could have done with a bit more point. time to think about this. But I think the ultimate power is flying, isn't it? Because then you can go wherever you want, whenever you want. So I think I would uh, have to go superpower. It would have to be the ability to fly. Hang on a second. Hang on. Absolutely. Hang on. Yeah, hero, my superpower would be fly. And <laughs> That's already been taken. Super K. Yeah, Super K. That's my name. Super K and the ability to fly. Okay. Mine would be Captain Millionaire and I would have the ability to be able to print money. Some would call it a money launderer. But I don't think it is. I think it's actually a, a genuine superpower. I, I think it'll be a superpower. Yeah. So just call me Captain Millionaire. That's what my name is. Are you restricted to one type of money or is no, it? No, no, I can do oh. any type of money. No, just any money. Mm. So which would need- which would render John's uh, superpower useless because I could just pay for him to go into Disney Park. <laughs> True. Oh, I, I, there is another reason. John wants to make himself invisible so he can go into changing rooms without being noticed. I know. I know. <laughs> I've, I've seen his Facebook page. Um, okay, so there's our uh, our one for this week. We need another question. So, has anybody got a question for our wonderful children to answer this time round? Oh, now it goes silent. Please don't make. Please make. Don't make me have to play it. They what? Am I going to have to play it? <laughs> that. I think Alan, Alan should have one because it's his last ever show. But um, I have got you, one. You, you think that, but you think... Uh, it's just totally gone out of mind now. I've got one. Go on, yeah, I, th- I think, I was I think just, you've just got to do it, Adam, because okay. you know, I, I could say you're up to some right stinker. So okay, so my, my question was going to be this. If you could design the scariest ride in a Disney theme park, what would it be? You had free reign to design any really scary ride in Disney World. What would you design and why? So that was my kind of question. That, I like, I like yeah, your that's idea. That's a good question. Yeah. yeah, it is a good scary. question. But define scary. Well, define scary. So, like, some people are absolutely petrified of Alien Encounter. Uh, whereas some people are petrified of Stitch because it's so bad. Um, like, Tower of Terror is scary to some people because of the drop. Uh, Bugs Life is scary to some people because of... Stuff to be a bug, sorry. Because of the fact that stuff crawl out, out, across your bottom and your legs and all that sort of stuff. Um, okay. So there's, like, different elements of scary for different children. So it's subjective. So it's a subjective scary, yeah. It doesn't have to be, like, fast or goes upside down or anything like that, but depending on what is scary to that particular child. So what is, you know, if you were to design a scary ride, the scariest ride for, for a Disney theme park, what would it be and why? Okay, so that's in two weeks' time. You can send you it to radio at disneybrit.com. Not two weeks' time, four weeks' time, isn't it? Radio at disneybrit.com, and uh, we will have uh, all of those on the next show. So that is all of that good stuff. Okay. I think it's time we talked something new. Right, so we sent Katie, our roving reporter, out on a mission today. Katie, where have you been? Nowhere, you sent no, Susan. No, not Katie, Susan, oh, what yeah. am I about? What's going on? <laughs> so Katie's like, no, I've been on the sofa. Was I supposed Secret to go somewhere? mission. So what's going on? Yeah, we sent Susan out. So, where have you been, Susan? I went to go and see Zootropolis today. Zootropolis, okay. Uh, you went to London? 
went to London in Leicester Square. It is the Odeon Theatre. It was. Okay. And uh, you saw this new film then. So what we sent you along to do is to go and watch this new movie and to come back and tell us what you thought. So I know they said that there would be some sort of activities and things going on in the foyer before the film started. So what sort of stuff was going on when you arrived? Uh, in the foyer, because there's a sort of upstairs and downstairs yeah, um, right. thing. So they had sort of uh, pictures that you can take with sort of the backdrop of uh, most of the animals that were that were in the show. Yeah. So you can take a picture of your family or just the kids. And they were giving out uh, really nice sort of animal masks, okay. so like lions, zebras and bunny masks. Right, okay. Um, and then once you go in, uh, there was people doing face paint and uh, balloon animals as, uh, as well, which is cool. Okay, cool. So there was all of that going on outside, and then of course you went into the the screening. Was it 3D or 2D? It was 2D. Okay, so it's 2D showing. But to be honest, I don't think that's what it's, I don't think it was. It's sort of set out to be 3D. Like there's nothing coming at you during the film to kind of make it 3D, really. Okay. So. So tell us a little bit about the film without giving too much away, and uh, kind of fill us in on, on what you thought. Uh, okay, so no spoilers, right? Yeah, we're going to try, we're gonna try <laughs> um, and do this spoiler-free as much as we can. Spoiler-free, okay. Um, well, it, it was a, such a good movie. It had me in stitches laughing. It had me even jumping at sometimes, and it made me cry twice. Oh no, it's not another tearjerker. <laughs> I cried enough at the Good Dinosaur. Yeah, I oh, must God. admit, I cried at the Good Dinosaur as well. I cried <laughs> at that as well. Oh man. Is this like, um, have you seen The Good Dinosaur? I haven't seen The Good Dinosaur, no. Oh, so we can't even go like cry factor against The Good Dinosaur if you've not seen it. Okay, anyway, come on. Okay, um, uh, the story is, I mean, obviously by the trailer, I mean, have you seen, have we all seen the trailer? Yeah. 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 Yes. Um, it's not really nothing like the, the story that you're kind of getting from the trailer where it's it's a different message that you think it's trying to portray. Like when I first went in, I thought, oh, it's going to be a cheesy. This uh, bunny character, Judy Hopps, wants to be a police officer, and it's going to be her journey trying to be that. And you, uh, but it, it's not. It, well, it it's a bit, but it's not the full message. Which I kind of like that that you were going in thinking of something, but it wasn't. Which I liked really like about that. Um, so you follow this uh, bunny character sort of throughout, side by side with this uh, walk. Uh, Fox character Nick yeah. Wild, um, and it's what's uh, most people's um, sort of uh, review of it as uh, from people from America have watched it. There, it's the the big message that this whole film's bringing, um, which is sort of about stereotypes and sort of like I guess you can say discrimination, which which is really good because they don't actually mention that in the movie. Like they don't actually say the word stereotype or discriminating because. Yeah. Um, it's it's the way that they've been doing it because obviously the way we could maybe discriminate or sort of stereotype is maybe sort of race or different classes where because yeah. this is Zootopolis and they've made the characters their own and they've made the way that animals have moved into human life different their way of stereotypes and discrimination is different so they don't use that word they use it in a different way but we still get it what it means and what's what the message it's given out is it something that is, only um, adults get or is it something that kind of kids would get as well um, definitely adults get, definitely. And even, I would say even younger, like, younger adults and teenagers will absolutely really get. Okay. Um, with kids, I mean, that what was really good, that when there was, there, throughout the movie, there was funny bits that just the kids were laughing at and the adults going, oh, oh yeah, that's funny. 
but then there were points where it was just the adults laughing and the yeah. and the kids are like uh so it's it's so good because there were like moments that the adults were laughing and the yeah. parents and yeah. and the young ones it was it was really good my biggest concern about this film is the last time disney attempted to put animals in a human world was the wild and i think we can all quite you know agree that the wild was not disney's biggest hit and it wasn't a classic madagascar attempted to do it in the second one a little bit it wasn't the second one it was the first one and it didn't work so well so we've got animals in a human kind of-esque world this time is it a similar vein to the wild or is it totally different Totally different because they're actually in human form in terms of they're wearing clothes, yeah. they're driving, they're and ugh, I tell you what, it's the detailing of this of the story and, and the writers put into this where there's a section where they have phones and it's an iPhone, but instead of the logo being an apple, it's a carrot. Okay. So it's where like young people like that will go, Oh my god, yeah, that's funny. So it's yeah. it's totally different and we're relating to that now and it, it so you can really follow through. Okay, that's good to know. Um, the other comparison I suppose we can make is Chicken Little as well, because obviously they had animals in the human world. Um, is, does it resonate with that style, or again, is it a very different style to that? It's hard, because, I don't know, I was about to say oh, but the animation's kind of different, but it's sort of not. It, it's really hard, because I think you you uh, just felt you kind of just was just with chicken little like his story was just with chicken little but every character in zootropolis you kind of felt for them you were going through their journey even if they're only on the screen for like a minute yeah like you you knew what their story was you knew they were like a banker and you followed their journey through a little car and so you're like right i've got that story and you know it's it's the detailing of every individual like animal because it wasn't just like all the elephants were just doing this with this job or all the lions were this job. They all had they all had like different jobs and they all had to corporate within within each other. So that okay. I think is just it was just really good. <laughs> so the film comes out on Friday, uh, Easter yeah. Friday uh, in cinemas across the country. Uh, I'm guessing this you're saying this is definitely a family movie for everyone to go and see sort of over the Easter weekend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, they were saying because they had a man come up um, on stage to sort of introduce it, yeah. and they were saying it was doing really well in America, even better than Frozen. Yeah, it's had a bigger opening weekend than Frozen had, mm. uh, which is which obviously all the audience to... was like, "Ooh!" So let's so do we think then that this is the next sort of Disney decade? So we've had Frozen, which did extremely well. We've now got Zootropolis uh, that's done really really well. You know, I'm trying to think what was the one before Frozen. Tangled. Tangled, yeah, of course. Um, Big so, Hero 6. Which was really, really good. Big Hero 6 is fantastic. So we've now had four, what seems, really top quality films from Disney. Is this the new Disney decade? It's hard because obviously like, there's stuff like Frozen. There's things that will always, you know, uh snapping your minds of that of like things that will just keep going back through your mind like the songs yeah and with uh, like baymax you have that uh sort of like the fist pump like Bleh. yeah at the moment not a lot of sort of repeated things are coming into my mind like just coming home i'm thinking is there anything that's really stuck into my mind that won't leave and only little bits at the moment but there's nothing like you know you've got a point in the movie or point during the whole film that sort of will just get stuck yeah. at the moment there's not so it's it's except the message i think what what's going to stick and what's going to stay is the message that the whole movie and the story is portraying so do you think 
this is going to become a classic like Tangled and, and Frozen and Big Hero 6 have become? Or do you think this is going to be more of a Chicken Little, The Wild kind of film? I think it's going to be more like Finding Nemo, where it's got such a cute sort of... It, it's, a, it's in its own world. Yeah. It's in its own sort of like category. Like I would say it's more in the finding Nemo mode because obviously you've got so much like I'm also thinking about say the merchandise and yeah. and what my partner mentioned when we when we w- watched it he was like this it's left it in that it could be a sequel that was gonna like, be it, they've left it in a nice sort of way there could be another one okay. just like finding Nemo so so Zootropolis 2 uh, it's interesting you say merchandise and I don't know if anybody knows this this is one of the main reasons why we're, we're calling it Zootropolis over here and not Zootopia and there is a company in Denmark, Scandinavian company, who are currently in the process of building a zoo, which they're calling Zootopia. It's due to open somewhere around 2019, apparently. Um, and they've already trademarked Zootopia for merchandising. And not only have they, they, they trademarked Zootopia in Denmark, but they've also trademarked it in the UK as well. Um, and apparently this is the reason why we've had to have the name change from Zootopia to Zootropolis. Uh, oh. Disney Disney have said, and I quote, Disney have said the following. Oh, I've now lost the quote, wherever it's gone. Um, <laughs> Disney have said that um, the in the UK we decided to change the US title to Zootropolis to merely allow the film to have a unique title that works for UK audiences. It's a load of guff, isn't it? I, I heard that they changed the name because it didn't translate very well. Possibly. However, that is also a good way of not mentioning the fact that there's another brand out there. Yeah, exactly. Doing it without mentioning it about this merchandise issue. So, yeah, they'd yep. be able to release the film, but they wouldn't then be able to merchandise the film in the UK because of this zoo that's supposed to be opening in, in Scandinavia somewhere. So, apparently, that's why we've uh, we've ended up with a completely different name to everybody else just like i am really struggling to call it zoo Zootropolis, yes Me too. I am as well. yeah is in the film susan because obviously there's a lot mm-hmm. of um they obviously mentioned zootopia several times because it's the name of the city or supposed to be yeah and there's signs and all that sort of stuff have they changed all the signs to zootropolis and do they say zootropolis in it or oh my god zootopia? i don't it's Zootopia, yeah. So they it's call it Zootopia. Zoot- it's still Zootopia. So they've just changed the name of the film, but not the name of the city. Yeah, like when when obviously you got the first sort of like signage of the beginning, yeah. that says Zootropolis. But then obviously there's a point when obviously um, Judy Hopp goes to Zoo- Zootropolis, um, and it's actually Zootopia. And it says it's changed. So okay, so it is Zootopia then. Okay, I didn't know mm. whether they'd actually followed it through to the point of re-recording dialogue, changing signs, and. You know the whole film and all that sort of stuff, or whether it was just the title of the film that changed. Turns out it's just the title of the film, which is fine. Well, okay. and wait, I'm just trying to think. No, it is Zootropolis. So they Sorry. have changed it. They yeah. have changed it all. Yeah. That's a yeah, big they've changed it. That we imagine. Imagine the meeting I... they had with the Disney Studios when the lawyers turned around and went, "You can't call this Zootopia," and they have to go through the whole lot and change every reference to Zootopia in there. And they say it a lot. That must be a nightmare. That'd be horrendous. Yeah. Just imagine that. That'd be awful. Is there anything else you want to mention about the film that we haven't mentioned already? Uh, 
um, just obviously the casting, because um, the thing is, when you have like a really sort of uh, um, sort of celeb sort of celebrities or a cast that's well known, yeah. Sometimes when you're watching it and you yourself know, like say, oh, that's Will Smith, you kind of forget about its own character and you're just focusing on Will Smith. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not really a, a person who knows all the celebrities, but now like going on the cast list and even like watching it itself, I was like, I can't. I don't know who that person is, yeah. but then that's straight away out your mind, and you're just focusing on that character being being that person and try and like really like put themselves as one into that character. Where when you see like a celebrity, like say um, Will Smith, or I think Rihanna yeah. did um, recently that uh, Home uh, film with um, also the person who plays Sheldon, you yeah. just kept thinking of that them, that them uh, voice, yeah. celebrities. Well, I think. Uh, Nick Wilde's played by Jason Bateman, who I think is probably most famous recently for Horrible Bosses. He's in that mm. one. And um, Judy Hopps is played by Jennifer Goodwin, who, if you watch Snow Once White Upon a Time, in she's Mary Once Upon a Time. Snow White from Once Upon a Time. Mm. So they've not got that... I don't think they have those sort of distinctive voices like a lot of actors do. Um, so that's you, You've missed one of the big stars, though. Who's that? Because I'm, I'm looking at the, the cast lineup Who's here, and I, I could I could read everyone out. Tommy Chong, no idea who he is. <laughs> However, at the bottom of this list, Shakira. Oh, she sings that. Yeah, she plays some sort oh, of yeah. singing gazelle, and the song that song is awful. I don't like it. Shut up. You don't don't diss Shakira. I'm not, dis I'm not dissing <laughs> Shakira herself. All right, we're allowed to diss the you know we're allowed to diss the haunted mansion, but we're not allowed to diss Shakira. How does that work? I don't, I don't know. She's she's super super famous. That's no, not what you think. Whereas the haunted mansion isn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Her argument. Yeah, that's the possibly the worst argument you've ever had. I, I was going to try and quote some Shakira song then, but I thought no, I I only know. Well, the hips don't lie. Got a secret so fan I, among us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The hips don't lie. Can you? Uh, is it Waka Waka? Was that the one she did for the 2010 World Cup? It was. Yeah. Oh, it was. Oh man, how do I know that? Okay, I'm leaving the show with Alan. I've been doing this for far too long. You can just take it. <laughs> it's fine. You know too uh, much. Yeah, that's, that's really sad that I know that. Um, okay, so Zootopia, big thumbs up. Definitely go and see. Definitely, definitely. It's so funny. It's enjoyable for everybody. Just the, the funny little references that like will just catch your eye. Yeah. It's just hilarious. It's so wow. funny. I loved it. Okay, sounds good to me. Uh, is there anybody here who's not going to see it? No. Okay. Not immediately. Okay. Uh, bank holiday Monday. Easter Monday. That's where I'm going. No, I'm, I'm holding the... off to see it when I go to the states. Oh, okay. So you're going to go? Oh, you're going to see Zootopia, are you? Okay, fine. Yes. Uh, there's a uh, character in it that changes as well, isn't there? Depends. There on is. The it's the newsreader. The newsreader. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they brought in a British newsreader, have they, for that? Yeah. Well, the it's character a, changes as well. So, like in the Australian version, it's a yeah. In our version, it's a corgi. In the Australian version, it's a koala. Oh, and and then like, in China, it's a panda. Animal. Yeah. That's amazing. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's quite impressive. Cool, that is. I feel like I've been that. lied to. Yeah. That's <laughs> and it. the person who does the voice in each country is a real newsreader. Yes, that would make sense. Oh, Alan, you got to find out who the newsreader is for the British version now. It's the guy on the Chris Evans Breakfast Show, Vassos. Oh, okay. Ah. I'm in the UK version. I'm still holding, clinging on to Radio One, so I have no idea that is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm young at heart. I promise. 
Um, okay, I'm on Radio 4 now. You're on Radio 4? Oh, man, you're so old. Yeah. Is that why you're giving up? Can you not cope <laughs> anymore? You're just too old. Yeah, I, I like to listen to the, the how bad the wheel's doing on the way into work. Okay. That's, Does it go yeah. that far? Radio 4? <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Somewhere there is, there is something about Radio 4. Okay, right. Before we finish today, then, we want to talk about one more thing, and that is Disney's Magical Kingdoms. Um, I don't know whether anybody's played this. It is a brand new game, came out earlier on this week, which is for iOS and Android devices. A roller coaster tycoon style game where you can build your own Disney parks. And I was, the morning it was released, I was straight on. I downloaded it while I think I was still in bed when I downloaded it. Um, and then I got a chance to play it a little bit later in the day. Um, it turns out it's not really about rollercoaster tycoon at all um the really not. best way to describe no. it i used to play a game called the simpsons tap out i yeah. still play that Do you still play it i yeah. go up on it um, still play it where you would have to build houses and there would be missions and quests and tasks you have to complete and you have to do this in order to get to this and basically it's a disney version of that it's made by game loft and the plan is that um you have to gradually build um your disney park so who here has played this so far? Um, Susan? Yeah. Susan played I have. Yeah. yeah. Gareth? I have Everyone. as well. So we've all played it. Okay, right, I've got it up on the screen right now. It's currently loading as we speak. Um, so, what's our opinion? Gareth, start us off, because I know we've got some people who downloaded it, played it, deleted it. Uh, Gareth, what, what do you think to this? Um, I think it's the most shameless cash grab I've ever seen anyone produce. Uh, you produced. said this, didn't you? I saw you put this on Facebook. What is it about it that you hate so much? I, I, yeah, it lasted about three hours. Oh, really? Um, okay, wow. You didn't even get to the point where Mickey had finished finding friends, or whatever it is. So, oh, and they found, he found Goofy. Oh, he okay. rocked up in his van. Um, Goofy went to go and change a light bulb for four hours, and <laughs> I was offered the chance to, to speed that up if I wanted to give them some money. But okay. I, so it's extortion. Right, okay. <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah, I'd, nah, not for me. Right, so you're not a fan. John? Yeah. Um, I agree with Gareth. It is It is just cash grab. That's 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 literally what's been put in for. They've obviously seen how well Tapped Out has done, and they've gone, oh, we want a little bit of a share of that, and look how many Disney fans there are over the world. Yeah. However, I do think, apart from the... Goofy's eight hours to make a sandwich. Um, it does actually hold your attention. Um, I'm not entirely sure what the storyline is. I'm not really following it, but it's more my obsession about wanting to unlock everything and have everything that's keeping me there. Okay. Yeah. Alan, the, the oh, amount on, of wait times there are for it, though, it's like it's really annoying. You can't just send anyone on a sixty-second task. It's all four hours, eight hours. Yeah, Six uh, well, hours. So far, yeah. for the past two days, Mickey's been looking for his baton to conduct an orchestra. He's, I've I'm just, trying to get a hold of I've Minnie Mouse. I've just done it right now, and yep. uh, this is part four, and he's still not found it. Honestly, how can you be that careless? <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's what I found frustrating as well, that he would go and look for things and not find them two hours later. Yeah. So he'd have to go again. Yeah, it's that's true. Uh, so, Alan, what's your opinion on this? Are you still playing it? Um, well, yeah, I, I downloaded it the first day that everybody downloaded it, and obviously it took about four hours to download because there's too many people downloading it, yeah. and it's obviously a major success for the company. Um, like um, Gareth had mentioned, I, 
it is a bit of a cash grab thing, but that to me becomes the challenge. I'm one of these people that, like, well, my wife plays Candy Crush. I, when I used to play Candy Crush, I never used to buy any of the, I don't know what they're called now. I didn't never used to buy any the of the cheats or the helpers. Yeah. So, to me, it's all about the challenge of actually doing it without spending the money. So, for example, if I'm going to be playing this Magic Kingdoms game, I will be not spending any money. I'll be waiting the four hours rather than cashing in the gems to get the thing to happen. Um, and when I used to play the Simpsons game, it was all about, okay, let's set up as many tasks as we can before I go to bed. Yeah. And they generally would be the longer six-hour tasks. Yeah. So that in the morning, it was all ready to sort of clear out and uh, work through it. But I think with it being Disney, it does seem to have a bit more of a, a sort of a draw to us, us Disney nerds. And um, it's it's about collecting all the characters, isn't it? You know, that's that's what you want to do. You want to collect all the characters, yep. hopefully without spending the money. Oh, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. Um, Susan, what, what's your opinion? Uh, well, first of all, what's the age range on this game? Well, I don't like, know. What does it say? It doesn't really say. 8 to 80. I'll be honest. I felt a little bit embarrassed putting 35 in uh, when he asked me my age <laughs> when I first downloaded it. So, uh, they aren't going to use this for some sort of demographic, are they? And They're going to create some sort of infograph. Being so, flagged up on the system yeah. now. <laughs> We've got some 35-year-old playing this somewhere. Um, I don't know. The I don't thing is, age. though, is... Four-year-olds don't spend money on it. No. They want 35-year-olds to play yeah. this game. Yeah. No, but John, John four-year-old dads do. Yeah. And when the, four, <laughs> when the four-year-old gets the gets the iPad and then has to wait seven hours for Mickey to go and find something, he's going to want daddy's credit card. <laughs> yeah. That's true. true. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, the attention span. I mean, because when I was playing, like, Simpsons Tapped Out, it took me not, like... So until I get to like level like ten until it we like really got to like the two hour, four hour. It started off with the thirty minute, fifteen minute, ten minute, where this went straight to right now an hour. You're like, yeah. Whoa, I was getting quite the handy of doing only just six seconds. Yeah, I know. I'm going that. to an hour. Well I've, That's I've, quite quick to I'm playing as we're speaking, doing our purpose, and I've just asked What Merlin, level are you at? I'm currently on level nine. Merlin is currently clearing a curse. Up by at the back of California screaming. Oh, he's getting old, I know, but apparently it's going to take him eight hours to clear this curse, which is rubbish. Um, I've currently got another nine hours until I can send a parade out. Uh, I've got God. Mickey currently searching for Minnie. That's going to take him two hours to do that. And um, he won't is, find her. Woody is taking Spo a break. spoiler alert. He won't <laughs> find her. <laughs> Damn it. Woody is currently taking a break. He's been taking a break for about the past four hours and has still got an hour left. Um, so it's yeah, it's slow going. Uh, I'll admit. Right, Katie, you love this, don't you? Um, I do, but I do agree with everything that's already been said. Like it is a money grab, but I am addicted to it, and I will keep playing it. Um, I think it looks amazing. Like it look, it's such a pretty game. Like it, it looks so beautiful. good. Yeah. Yeah, so I enjoy playing it, but the waiting is so annoying. And like Alan said, I do not want to spend the money on it. So I haven't. I've resisted so far, even though they tried to tempt me all day yesterday with a special pack to unlock Pluto and get loads of gems for two ninety nine. So the question is, um, I, I did manage to resist that. Who spent two ninety nine and got Pluto and sixty gems? Who's done it? Oh, who's done it? I, who's, who spent two ninety nine? Who's bought the pack? Yeah. 
I know. I did. One of us, like. <laughs> I was really tempted, but I managed to resist, and then it disappeared. But so. the thing is, that the problem is, it's fine. It's only two ninety nine for him, which for us, you know, it's fine. But the, if you don't buy Pluto for two ninety nine, you can't complete the set, and um, it's going to cost you one hundred and fifty diamonds. It's a lot of uh, diamonds. Now you tell me. It's a lot That's of diamonds. You see. You know, the mm. 150 diamonds is a lot. A lot of diamonds, especially when you've got like seven or eight sat there, and you go, well, "I can just use two just to finish this task off." And That's then, it. The di it costs so many gems. Yeah, it does. It's not like like on Tap Town, yeah. it would be, um, you know, four donuts to complete an eight-hour task. Whereas yeah. to complete yeah. an eight-hour task here, it's 36 gems. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. I've got yeah. I've it does take too long. The the tasks do take far too long. Like, How does it take eight hours to eat a sandwich? Wow, it's like, you know, <laughs> sandwich is this? And that uh, the whole Mickey finding the baton thing. I think there was four parts to that bit, yeah, and then in the end, Goofy had it yeah. all the time. And he's now gone yeah, finding Minnie, and he's not he's not decked Goofy or anything for having it all that time. No. Goofy right. needs to give up. Pete's never going to join the band. It's yeah, it's just <laughs> needs to give up. That's give up happening. on that. And uh, you know, and well, yeah. So all in all, we quite like it as a concept. Um, but what we don't like about it, uh, have we asked Gareth? Did I ask Gareth what he thought? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. He, did, yeah. I was, I he hates it. Doesn't he? That's right. I'm I think, he deleted it. Uh, <laughs> Oh, sorry, when, when, it was, when it was released at D23, I was genuinely more excited about this than I was Star Wars Land. I wow. Yes, I was, was favorite too. Game as a kid. I thought, and yeah. having Disney parks in theme park, that's awesome. And yeah. it's, I feel like yeah, if, if the game had been 30 quid and it was just, just a rehash of theme park, I'd, I'd happily pay yeah, that. Yeah, you sound the same. I've got a, a, a PC version of a game called Disney Roller Coaster or Disney Coaster. Which was really disappointing. I remember paying for that, and you were supposed to be able to build roller coasters, and it was a bit restrictive. So I think all in all, we kind of like the game, we like the concept, but we don't like the speed that you play it at, and the fact that it's a bit of a cash grab, and that you can you have to pay a lot of money to make real progress. It's amazing. I was I'm connected socially through the Facebook thing, and looking at some of my friends on Facebook who have been playing this game. Who have clearly spent a huge amount of money on it? Because some of my friends on here, I'm just looking through, are on are on like level 16. Um, someone's on level 16. Someone's on level 12. You know, okay, you've. I'm on 11 at the minute without spending any money. So I'm on 11 as well. I'm on nine and a half. I'm guessing it looks like. I'm on the way up there. I'm on just four. <laughs> how, how are they on 16? They've clearly spent far well, too much Well, I, I, um, on day one, when I was playing it, I noticed that someone was on level 1,025. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah that's if you go into that, you know the global thing where you can see where wow. how many visit lifetime visitors you've got. Oh, yeah. He was on level, or she was on level 1,025. Well, they were only like there for about an hour. Wow. And then they were then they were gone. So I feel that maybe that was either cheating or somebody had just spent like a thousand dollars. Or they might have been just a developer. That's mad. But then I just think, where's where's the fun in that? Where's the where's, where's the fun in yeah. spending you know a thousand dollars and and skipping right through through all the tasks? That's crazy. What was That's the point? So yeah, yeah, give it a go. Uh, beware of it if you're going to give it to your kids. Of the fact that they, you know, when they have to wait eight hours for Goofy to eat a sandwich, they're going to want to press on the gem button and they're going to end up wanting to spend any money on it. It could cost you a small fortune. Just to give you some idea, uh, for forty gems, it's one pound forty nine. Three thousand gems, which is forty percent more, um, is eighty quid. 
Um, so it's not particularly cheap. Same wow. with uh, if you want to get 400 uh, magic bottles, it's going to cost you 40 gems. Um, so it's not cheap if people are going to want to start spending stuff. Oh, look at that! I'm going to get, I'm going to get Goofy Hold to up. change a light bulb. There we go. It's going to do it for four hours. One, one of the things. Sorry, one of the things I was going to say is um, I've registered my daughter Imogen, who's eight yeah. years old, to play on her little iPad. Yeah. And when it goes to connect to look at other people's kingdoms, yeah, I think that's what the term is. I haven't been able to get get to that part yet because I haven't leveled up enough. But they automatically assign four of her friends, which are obviously not really her friends. Does that happen to everyone, or is it just? Yeah. Yeah, there are yeah. a few right, on there okay. that aren't your friends. And All right, I was wondering if it was just because she, she was registered as being eight years old and obviously not on Facebook and stuff yeah. like that. No, they do, they do sort of... Um, I think what I... Well, sorry. Yeah, go on, you were going to say. I was going to say, like, I have all sort of, like, maybe just a hint for maybe people uh, who's got like, little children. Like, how would you say how difficult it is in terms of getting the story or getting the, how easy is it getting the gameplay, would you say? You've got to be able to read to be able to fully understand the story um what it's quite interesting i'm going to read some of the facebook comments in a minute so people are saying that they're enjoying it but they've got a clue what they're doing because there isn't really a story I think it's just restoring the park aren't you and you're trying to that's the overall story but i think all the little stories between the characters because there's such a long time between yeah. each of the tasks yeah. it's really difficult to follow you forgot what's happened Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I find it hard. Okay. Like, I didn't realise I had to click little like sheriff badges, or I was like, why am I not levelling up? Oh, I had to quickly find a sheriff badge. Where do I find that? Oh, I have to click on the carousel and get someone else to do yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it's it's levelling up your characters a difficult bit because then you level up your characters and you go and you go right. I need to, I need to level up Mickey now. Right, what do I need to do to level up Mickey? Oh, look, I'm missing, I'm missing a Mickey Mouse hat. So if I press on that, that tells me that he needs to hang out at home more. Or what he needs to go on duty, so he can hang out at home, and then I press this, and then so that's quite complex, you know, from a point of view mm. of just building stuff, it's not too difficult. But yeah, when it starts to get to a point of having to be able to press this one to do this and know this that needs to do this, it does become slightly yeah. slightly harder. Um, let's see what people have put on Facebook. Um, Dave said, I wasn't sure whether to lie about my age when I signed in. 4 to 1 probably isn't their target demographic. Claire says she's, <laughs> she loves it. Uh, but it's um, Julie said, I was a bit embarrassed putting my age in too. Uh, Fiona got bored, felt like it was a game of click here and here and here, then here and here, and maybe she needs to stick with it. Um, Alan put, haven't got much crack from Katie since she... <laughs> She downloaded it, so it must be good. There you go. Did you know your husband would put that on? Um, Dan, very rightly put, they should just give us Virtual Magic Kingdom. Controversial, but possibly true. Uh, another Alan has put, downloaded it, and quickly thought this looks like an adventure game and deleted it. Sorry, not my thing. And Vicky put, I quite enjoying it. I'm not sure what I'm doing, though. So, you know, quite a few people seem to be enjoying it. Um... But uh, I think only time will tell. I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to see what happens. The thing is, we're at the point now where you can take it or leave it. If you don't play for a little while, it doesn't matter too much. Except for the only problem yeah. is that um, your, your wishes, your happiness thing does drop if you don't go on. Yeah, so what's that about? Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah, I only noticed I that today. I'm, I'm like, why does that keep going down? I'm it's currently at Joyous. It it's enough. fine. I'm at Joyous, <laughs> so it's all good. So I'm getting 10% extra magic and 10% extra stars. Unless that drops below that, and then I just get a reward for my parades. 
So I'm trying but to get to ecstatic. Then you don't even get that if it drops below. No, exactly. I'm trying to get to ecstatic, but it does require another 72 more happiness. So, you know, I've got to find 72 more happiness before, you know, it drops again. And then the one, some of the happiness as well is wants to interact with the characters. Yes, it does. And it's for whatever interaction. Yeah, exactly. So, and by then your happiness yeah, has dropped. Yeah. yeah. And like Mickey, one of the things that gives them happiness is him researching magic. Yeah. Which is, how does that takes, give people happiness? It takes like hours. And then also, or better still, you click on it and Mickey's, oh, sorry, I've just got to finish doing this yeah. first. Sod, and, sod the children. And I've got to do this. Mickey has to search. Got to find my bat on. <laughs> I think that's the thing with it. It's really good for five minutes, and then you can't go on it for yeah, the you've had six it for hours. A while. And then it's really good for five minutes. Also, again. one other thing to say, and I don't know if anyone else noticed this, it drains your battery. Big yeah, time it drains your battery. I think I played it for about 15 minutes yesterday morning. I was at 100%, and when I switched it off, I was at 77. Are you, so, are you playing it on your mobile phone? I'm playing it on my mobile phone, yeah. 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 I'm playing it on my iPad. I, can. I have to take it everywhere with me, Alan, because once Goofy's yeah, finished changing know. those light bulbs, I need to be able to go and send him somewhere else. I can't leave the whole day. Well, my see, happiness, my I've happiness got it on my drop. iPad and my iPhone, my and I find that the connection between the two doesn't exist. Oh, that's not good. Uh, oh. you know. When I first logged it into my phone, it was like, oh, would you like to reload from this? Which I was like, yes, definitely. But then when I went back onto my iPad, nothing that I'd done on my phone was on my iPad. I've got to get myself up okay. the Lifetime Visitors Leaderboard. At this moment in time, I'm 22,862. I've got to get up to... <laughs> I was right up to 30, but now I'm like 400. I've got to get up to Val Denis F, who's currently at number one with 257,896 Lifetime Visitors. You know. Damn you, Val. Wow. Yeah, well done. Well done, you, Val. You are a, some sort of genius. Or you've got far too much money to waste. Anyway, that's yeah. enough on, on that. Um... We'll keep playing it. We'll give you an update on how we're doing. Who? I think it's a competition. Who lasts the longest? <laughs> right, weekly, weekly. I've been update. playing tapped out for four years. Oh man! Right, in that case, we'll just give them. Let John play for us all. Uh, just don't do that. Incidentally, do they keep giving updates on their tapped out? Yeah, I'm up yeah. to yeah. level fifty-nine, and I've just got the Burns's Casino. Oh man! Right. So it's, not, it's not something they're just going to shelve after a year's worth no, of cash no. grab. No, of course no. seasonal things, didn't they? Yeah, they do. I all look forward to the seasonal things. And this will be seasonal and stuff, I would guess. And there'll be added lands and added worlds and all sorts of stuff that will go on, I would think, as we go through. Hopefully. <coughs> right. Okay, that's enough about that. It's on to the sad bit. We're coming towards the goodbye end. Goodbye to Star Wars. Yeah, goodbye to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, that has gone this week, hasn't it? Uh, Star, the last Star Tours, original Star Tours, closed at Disneyland Paris. Um, I don't know whether anybody got, don't think anybody got a chance to go out. I'd love to have gone out, but I couldn't. Um, looks like it was a really good event. Lots of opportunity to visit the Star Wars characters. There were some fireworks as well, and there was a presentation, that sort of stuff. And it seemed it was very well attended, and people really seemed to enjoy themselves, which was really good. Um, I'm very jealous. I'd love to have been there. The sad thing is, is just like typical Disneyland Paris, they didn't give much notice. Yes, we uh, they they Disneyland yeah. Paris they contact us and say, would you like to come? Uh, we'd like to invite you, and we were kind of uh, a bit late. So sadly, we didn't go. I, I saw that you put something out on Facebook, um, seeing if there's anyone. Yeah, yeah, anyone wants to go. Yeah, we'd had an invite from Disney to. We were going to send some people if they could go and. But nobody was available for us. So that's a shame. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yes, that is going. But also, not only is that going, but Alan's also leaving us. Uh, Woohoo! <laughs> Stop cheering. Um, it is sad news that Alan's going. He's been on the show for 
it's got to be near on four years now, I think. Three years? I, I think it's three years. I think it's about three years. And uh, he's kind of lived through many other hosts. Uh, <laughs> I, I, some could say that the reason those hosts left was because of Alan, but I think that's unfair. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's sad to see that Alan's leaving us. And uh, I just personally want to say a massive thank you to him for everything that he's done since he's been doing it. Uh, you know, the look of the website uh, has been down to him. Some of the really great ideas we've had are down to him. Things like sketches that we've done in the past and all that sort of stuff, and the the wacky hairbrain things that we've come up with and done have kind of come from him. Tomorrow's child is his brainchild to be honest uh and um he's the one who kind of came with disney brit bite size as well um so your input will be sadly missed um your humor will be sadly missed uh and um are you going on to do some new exciting projects i believe yeah um i'm actually feeling a little bit sad actually to be honest um yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm basically starting a blog with my wife. Well, I've started my, a blog. Um, and the blog's called Here Come the Hoopers. Um, it's about the hoopers, incidentally. Um, and we are just going to go out and do stuff around the Northeast. And wherever we go, we'll just just blog about it. Um, and one of my reasons for it was i wanted to spend just a bit more time with the kids and get involved with just doing local things rather than just focusing on sort of florida for like i've got florida every two years at the moment yeah um and i just thought there's gotta there's gotta be something more than doing this let's, let's look at something a little bit different and the other, the other thing is obviously we're, we're talking about things that happen all around the world on disney brit yeah um but we don't always get the chance to be in that location yeah. Um, so, sometimes we just see the news and we talk about it, and it's it's like great and it's really exciting, and it's builds you for your next trip to Disney World or Florida or mm. Paris or wherever we're going. But it's, why not just have some local stuff? So that's what I'm doing at the moment. So the web address for that is www.herecomethehoopers.com. There we go. So you can go over and check that out. And Got a Facebook page as well. Oh, okay. I, I want to try and get some likes on that. Yeah, if you get some likes on there as well. I've been reading your, your blog updates. I read your recent one about the trip to the theatre. Uh, yes. Which is... Uh, oh, that was quite a good one. I went to yeah. see Get Carter. You did. Um, um, I've all, also put a post out the other day about basically me hanging up my ears yes, with them podcasting. I read that one as well. Um, but the good news is like, it's not like in a, in a soap opera where we've killed off the character. Um, Alan isn't we're not killing Alan well actually Katie's only just around the corner so there's every chance we might go and make her suffocate him with a pillow in the middle of the night uh, but yep. um, no we're not killing him off so hopefully at some point in the future Alan might decide that he missed his Disney so much he might come back and join us again which would be great if he did yeah. so. and, and bear, bear in mind I am as Adam says I'm not going to be dying I haven't got some sort of slow painful death coming um, however, I am going to be going to do the Disneyland Paris Half Marathon. Yes. Which is comparable. So it'll be it, very slow also, and it'll be very painful. It's now known as the Alan Hooper Reunion Weekend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it can be that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I'm hoping to meet up with loads of people out, out there and yeah. obviously meet all my uh, Disney friends as well. Which would be good. Right. So. It means it's time for this. <laughs> 
Right, I have to be a bit quicker this time, so I've got to say thank you to lots of people. Anyway, thank you for joining us and for listening this week. A big final thank you to Alan. No problem. Thank you, John. Thank you. Thank you, Gareth. Thanks, as always. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. Thank you, Susan. Oh, why, thank you. And good night, John boy. Uh, it feels a little while that I won't. Um, <laughs> If you uh, want to uh, follow the things that we do, you can go over to Twitter, which is at Disney Brits. You can also go to facebook.com forward slash Disney Podcast. And if you want to uh, join any of the running team stuff, as Alan's just mentioned, you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Disney Brit running team. And uh, don't forget to send in your tomorrow's child uh, audio, which is um, if you could create the scariest ride in Walt Disney World, what would it be and why? Uh, so you can send that in a couple of weeks time none of these guys know this yet but in two weeks time we're going to be doing our next Disney Brit Bite Size and this time we are going to be bringing back with everybody just a minute uh, so we're going to have another <laughs> just a minute uh, and I shall be host and no. the other guys oh, oh yeah by the way hang su- on a minute surprise that sounds good hang on I've just that had I've just had, a te- I've just had a message from everybody resigning what's this all about um, <laughs> so we're going to do just a minute with me as host and these guys are all going to have a go at that uh, on the next uh, Disney Book Right Size so that should be quite entertaining but we'll be back in a couple of weeks time uh, have a good couple of weeks until then we'll see ya <laughs>